Hi there, I'm Kylie Mowbray-Allen from Hello Media. And I'm Jenny Walk from Elephant in the Room Consulting, and you're tuning into Bite Size Business Life Podcast, the show that helps business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. Whether you're launching, ready to scale, or figuring out what's next, we discuss the nitty gritty, the hard bits, the opportunities and the behind the scenes and share how we've grown our own companies and helped others do the same. We're glad you're here. Hey everyone, this is Jenny Wolf from Oliver in the Room Consulting and Kylie Mowbray Allen from Hello Media. And you're tuning into the Bite Size Business Live Podcast, the show that helps small business owners get clarity and insight to grow their dream business. I'm very excited to have Kylie back in the room today. Woo! She's been away at Social Media Marketing World. How are you? And welcome back, Kylie. Thank you, Jenny. It's exciting to be back. I um I got back oh, nearly two weeks ago and crashed hard with a horrible version of COVID. So <laughs> I have uh, just been back at work the last two days and it has been um, challenging, but I've been so looking forward to this today and sharing some of my findings or some of my learnings from uh, being at Social Media Marketing World, which as you know, is in San Diego, a very, very beautiful spot in the world. I love San Diego. It is one of my favorite places in the world to visit. Actually, the weather is perfect pretty much all year round, unlike yeah. here where we have extreme weather. But what I love about the fact that you went to Social Media Marketing World is the incredible people that you met and how energized you come back from that workshop. I remember oh, that, that training. I remember a couple of year go, years ago when we first met, you'd been over there and you came back so pumped at just the networking and the opportunity to meet people and just see what's current in the market. That's so right. And you know what I think? So, I mean, I love a good business retreat or a business conference or anything anyway, because there's always some really great learnings to be found or had. But what's so amazing about a something where it's just all marketers in the room is that everybody's so putting themselves out there. Everybody's taking selfies together and everyone's recording this and this and putting it out live. And there's just constant, constant, there's no holding back or anything. And you sit down, you know, you arrive early into the room for the next workshop sit down and you're chatting away to the next person. Whereas so often with business conferences, that is not happening. You're keeping to yourself. And it's so it's just super, super fun, super out there. And the, the meetups, the things that go on outside of the hours of the conference are just, just as amazing as what goes on. Amazing. In- yes. I'm sorry. And I know we're talking offline beforehand saying that there's some other amazing conferences uh, uh, conferences coming up and and the opportunity and I'm thinking I might even need to join you on the next time you go because for me that's the thing I'm missing I think being in Australia sometimes is we have some really cool conferences but you don't get that scale and volume that you often do at some of those big conferences in the US and overseas because you have the all the different people from all across the world coming to engage and the idea generation is incredible yeah absolutely I had two really awesome things happen while I was there, one of them was I was sitting at one of the, um, they had these tables set up for about two hours over lunchtime. And each table has a different topic. So that table, for example, is called Chat GPT. So if you go and sit at that table, everyone there is going to be talking about it in some way. Or um, YouTube or podcasting or what organic or paid or whatever it might be. So anyway, I was sitting at this table talking about video. And this guy came and said, um, just came up to me and he said, are you from Hello Media? <laughs> and I was like, 
um, yes, this is just little old me from little old Australia down under. And he goes, oh, I just joined your Facebook group a few days ago. And I saw you across the room and I recognized you and I just had to come and say hi. <laughs> that is incredible. Hey, that's cool. And then my other favorite moment was I was walking down. Um, uh, it was in front of the stage, but, you know, in between um, sessions. And this glorious woman walked straight past me and went, hi, Kylie, nice to see you here. And it was Mari Smith, my glorious, Hero. you know, I've had my girl crush on her for five years the queen of Facebook and the fact that she recognized me because I do every one of her courses and I'm a big fangirl. Um, but that was really, really special as well. So yeah, there was some really nice things that happened, which was fun. That is amazing. So yeah. for our amazing listeners who tune into our podcast um, when we uh, regularly, what are the three key takeaways that you have from social media marketing world that you want to share with us today? Well, the first thing is that there's been always so much discussion around social media being dead, that it's over, that, you know, no one needs to use it anymore. I even saw someone running a workshop anymore saying, you don't need to be on socials if you've got a business, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa. So the first thing is, is that social media is not dead, that it is on the up and up and up. And I've got a cool, um, some good stats here to tell you, which is some whole surveys that were done recently. And it tells you that Facebook is the platform that improves your sales and your revenue. Instagram is the platform that it, that you increases your exposure the most. And Facebook is the platform that generates the most leads. So that's a really interesting one. We had a lot of talk about TikTok as well. You know, I'm really anti-TikTok. And in terms of generating the most leads, the top one was Facebook, then LinkedIn, then Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and then finally down the bottom was TikTok. So I thought that was interesting for all those people out there that say that say you have to be on TikTok no matter what. Mm, is it generating leads for your business? No. So that's a really interesting one, I think. I think that's a really important stat because I know that, and you and I've had lots of conversations about TikTok and, and whether we need to be on it and what that looks like. And I know my team and I have been having conversations about that a lot at the moment, but I love that particular stat because when you have information like that, it gives you an opportunity to say, well, do I want to, it, is it important to me? When I look at that priority list, why would I prioritize TikTok over LinkedIn or prioritize TikTok over Instagram if it's down the bottom of the kind of, it's, it's six on the top six platforms that you can promote on. And I think that's such important statistics. And I love that because it's about doing the research, isn't it? What's the information telling us? And you tell us that all the time. You, you might think your Facebook uh, posts and your Instagram posts are good, but what are the stats telling you? What is the research telling you? And I love that because that's really what we're looking at, isn't it? We've got a research a group that have said, we've done the work, we've looked into it, and actually it's not the highest performing platform. Absolutely. But exposure Instagram, that's a really good one. So it just reminds you, actually, I need to be there. I've got to be getting out there for Brandon when it, hello, reels, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that's a good one. So my next top takeaway, well, in fact, they're not really my top takeaway. Those, they're just three things that really stuck out of my brain. And the second one is all about links. So I know for my, for my own self, I'd say 80% of my posts include a link. It's a link to a blog post. It's a link to a YouTube video. It's a link to something going on. There's always a link, a link to register for my next workshop, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we've always known that links are problematic because Facebook want you on the platform. They don't want you going away. They don't want you reading my post, heading off to read my blog, and then never coming back. 
So they've always looked at it and timed how long you're gone for, do you come back, etc. We've also tried it out. Do we put the links in the comment? Where do we put the links? Well, it's extraordinary to see the latest stats and what's going on with links. So the first thing I can say is no more links. Get rid of the links. So what's happening is with the most recent stuff going on is that in the first quarter of last year, 83% of what people were seeing did not include a link in their newsfeed. In the fourth quarter of 2022, 92.5% um, of, of what people are seeing does not include a link. So it just tells you if you're putting stuff out there with links, there are less and less and less and less people seeing your content. So you've got to come up with really creative ways. Now it's easy with Instagram because you just say link in bio because you can't even put a link in the post anyway. Also with stories, you can put your links in the stickers of stories, which is fantastic. However, on Facebook, it's not, it's not such a known thing to say link in bio. So how are you going to get it out there? So we've been playing around with link in the about section or link in something. Like you've got to come up with a way because you still want people knowing that if they click there, they're going to be able to register for that. So that's a, that's a little issue for me at the moment is coming up with how are we going to combat this? But really, as you said, when the stats speak, you've got to take, you know, you've got to pay attention. I remember that many years ago, or maybe not many years ago, we were talking that about um, with LinkedIn. LinkedIn would put you in LinkedIn jail, as it was called at the time, if you had too many links and you took people off the platform. So you put your link in the, as you said, in the comment and other bits and pieces. But for Facebook, it's always been the one place that you can, you know, spread your links around essentially. So that's so interesting that they're prioritizing the posts that don't have the link. And I love that idea about playing around with, is it in the about section? Is it in the information section? you know, how we actually do that to make sure people can connect. The one thing I'm wondering whether or not, and it depends on, and maybe this is, we can come back and check this is, you know, how you can add a button. Maybe the button is going to a link tree or going to somewhere else, where, which has all your fancy links in it, but it does change the way people are interacting with that information, doesn't it? Absolutely. It does. And for people like you and I that run workshops and things, we want to share those links. Links are a really important part of our strategy. So we've just got to get smart and clever about how we're going to, to do that. Yeah, I, I'm, that, that is to me is probably my, at the moment, my, one of my favorite takeaways is, is that piece about links. Because if it's stop, you're, you might have the best content in the world, but if by adding that link in, it's stopping people seeing it because it's being pushed down because of the algorithm, that is so critical. So it's really important, as you say, to be aware of what's happening and how this is, how the platform is using your information, isn't it? Absolutely. And keep in mind that you can do an ad with a link in it. That's encouraged, obviously because it's actually got a purpose to have a link for it so yeah that's so but that said you don't want to do an ad for every single thing that you're doing necessarily that I'm not necessarily needing one for a blog post or whatever but anyway that's important to think about being strategic what where which of my links are really important I'm going to put some money at those yeah really love that one and what's your third uh key kind of light bulb moment that you had my next one would be with regards to professional mode. Now, I know we've talked about professional mode before. You know, I'm a big fan. I would have to say that there was still a number of um, marketers and experts out there that were still saying, oh, I'm not really convinced. But the ones that I'm listening to and the, and the experience I'm having with it myself is you absolutely need to turn your personal Facebook into professional mode. So one thing I noticed just the other day too is that one of my personal posts, I was able to boost it. So you can you can now 
now monetize or use that in that way um, and get more of your content out there. So I really highly encourage people to try it out. If you don't like it, you can always switch back. And one of the biggest complaints I'm hearing from people um, that don't want to do it is it's because they're worried that they're no longer going to be private. But it's so easy to create a post with photos or whatever and just choose the audience set to only friends. You don't have to have everything out there as public. But no. there's so many great things. So I've done a lot of testing. So I've put the same reel on my personal Facebook that's in professional mode and then also put it onto my business Instagram, for example, which would normally get the biggest reach. And the difference is extraordinary. In fact, one of my examples is that on my business page, it got on Instagram, it got six and a half thousand views. Ooh. On my personal, it got 75,000 views. So, and it's the exact same reel. So it just goes to show that Facebook's really prioritizing that personal, that community, all of that going on. And so, yeah, really worth persevering with whatever you're putting out there as on your business, try it on your personal as professional mode and test it for yourself. I'm that's just I'm just having a moment thinking about I think we did that we we transferred mine to I think professional mode a while ago um I'm pretty sure we did go my team will let me know if we haven't but that's that I can understand how people are frustrated with that or kind of like feel that a bit uncomfortable because when I started Facebook I had my business page and then I have my personal page and that kind of intersection between personal and business we always try to kind of keep separate but we were talking offline beforehand that importance of if people are going to spend money with you, they want to know who you are. So being able to connect with you and understand who you are is just as important as running a really, you know, successful business page, because ultimately, particularly for us as coaches, we're deep diving into people's businesses. We're getting to know them. We're getting to kind of see what's under the hood and they want to understand who we are and whether they can trust us. So I can really see how important that is to show up in a in, in that way on Facebook. As you said, it's the one that's going to get us the leads. It's the place that's driving revenue and sales for the business. So if that's the platform for that purpose, then creating a, a professional uh, page for your, for your own self is actually really critical to ensure that you get that, isn't it? Absolutely. So if you can turn it into professional mode and then think of it as another tool for your business, and then when you want to do something personal, put it out there, but just make sure you change that audience. It's a two-second yeah. job. Very, very simple. And then what I'm loving about professional mode is that you can look at your insights that you've never been some. You're basically watching your analytics, seeing how it's improving, and people can come and follow you without befriending you. And I love that. So, for example, at Social Media Marketing World, the speakers that I just loved, I don't necessarily want to go and ask them to be my friend, but I could go to their personal Facebook and I could follow them. So yep. I get to see whatever it is that they choose to put out, which is fantastic. It's great opportunities there. I love that. That's uh, such important tips. But what I'm, what comes back to mind with those tips is understand the data, understand what those platforms are doing for you. So don't just post and hope it's doing well because your friends like it and and it looks pretty and and you think the words are great. It's actually about how is it performing. So getting a deep dive and really understanding. Is it working for me? Am I generating leads? Is it actually, and if I'm not generating leads, why am I not? Is it because there's links? Is it because no one's seeing it? Is it because it's actually not performing in the way that it should? And I love that idea about focusing on the statistics and understanding 
that and that's such an important piece we talk about that when we look at you know uh business planning and we talk about how to set up your business we talk about what is the numbers say about your business is you know your price point the right price point for your customers and why if it isn't why isn't it and we talk about that with your cost management for your business it's just the same thing with marketing and particularly more important because it's the one actually generating those sales for you so i think that that's been my like the theme here for me is know what your business is doing and know how they how your your activities are performing for your business absolutely just doing stuff endlessly because you think you should is really just wasting your time. So, you know, what do we got to do in business? Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think the fact that Facebook is still the platform that's generating leads, um, I actually think that's really, that to me is really um, a huge thing because I love Instagram. I just love the fact that I can do my single photo. I like the grid. I like the cleanness of it. But knowing that that's building my awareness and might go, oh, maybe that's why, you know, when we look at our sales stats, when we look at how things are performing, we focus on Instagram. If we now actually flick over and start focusing more on Facebook, both on my personal and the business, we're going to start seeing those results because that's what the stats tell us, right? Rather yes. than just going it because I like it more. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sometimes it's not about me, is it? <laughs> then use it for fun when you just want to have your own Jenny time doing a bit of Instagram, but then schedule that business time where you're going to get into yeah. what you need to be doing for your business socials. Yeah, so important, Kylie. Those, those takeaways are so important is, you know, making sure that you're using the right platform for the purpose that you want, making sure you, you know, you're understanding what it's doing. But the whole purpose, I think, for this, though, you got this because you were having those fireside chats, weren't you? You weren't just sitting in a conference like old school conference where you're being lectured at for 45 minutes on a keynote and you might get the slides and you might have 85 pages of notes, but you haven't really had interaction. And what I love about the social media marketing, marketing world and your interaction there is that you do get an opportunity to have those conversations and ask questions and engage, which is the best way to learn. Absolutely. It's, I can't say enough how much I like, and you said at the beginning, I come back energized aside from COVID <laughs> <laughs> and falling hard. Aside from that, I'm absolutely pumped with new ideas. And I've literally got the next six months worth of group coaching and sharing with my one-on-one -on -one, um, clients and new workshops that I'm excited about writing and things all because of what I what I'm taking away from what I was learning which is which is really exciting and we all know that all businesses change and evolve but when you're marketing in your business which everybody has to you've really got to stay on top of what is changing so yeah it's it's exciting so keep an eye or jump in the hello media facebook group if you're not already um because I'm going to be sharing a whole lot of stuff going on in there and of course there won't be links <laughs> It's also groups. It's not just pages. It's also groups. Oh, okay. So, so basically it's going to, instead of having an Easter egg hunt for chocolate, we're going to have a hunt for links on Kylie's page. They yeah. won't be in the, on any of our pages. They won't be in the post, but you might find them in the about us section or in yeah. other sections on the page. <laughs> That's right. Comments is a good spot to try that out, but it might not be for long. So <laughs> we'll test it. And the, I guess the key takeaway today is just keep testing always yep, yep. keep testing
I love that. Kylie, thank you so much for sharing your insights from social media marketing world and your trip away, but also the fact that you got to be seen and say hi to Murray Smith is awesome because I know <laughs> so that's that's the one name of all the people when you talk about the, the people that you follow. She is like up there. Um, so uh, amazing to have you back. Um, we're doing some rechanging and some with the conversations and the, you know, the insights that we've learned from you and from the team in terms of these blogs, we're changing things up a little bit in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned um, as to when we're going to be uh, back online. We're going to have a break over Easter though, I think, because next Friday yeah. is Good Friday. So yeah. I think, and it might give you some time to fully recover from your, from your current yeah. COVID experience. Um, so we'll be back for, in two weeks time, but with a new day at a new time. So Watch out for that big announcement. That's really exciting. Jenny's going on a holiday, which I'm super pumped for. Yay, go you, Jenny. I'm and then very excited to go, and hopefully I won't come back with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Have a fabulous holiday, Jenny. Let's come back in two weeks' time on our new day at our new time and re-energized, ready to go. And how about we open with our first chat on our new time and our new date, talking about AI. I would love that. AI has, has been so much in the news at the moment and so much. And I know you had huge amounts of conversations about it at Social Media Marketing World, but I think the use of AI, and you blew my mind this morning with a couple of little things. So I would love to share that. Great idea. But for those who are listening, thanks for tuning in uh, to this episode of Bite Size Business Life Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and follow us so you don't miss any of the episodes coming up. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time for our AI discussion in a couple of weeks on a new time. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Jenny. Have a great weekend and a really cool holiday. And nice to see everyone. Thank you. See you later, everyone. Bye Thank now. You. Bye.